A lot of people asking, and we're back for episode four. Try to repeat the performance of Tom Brady on Super Bowl Sunday, but we just will not get there. And we're back with Vinny Rubinaccio as a co-host, myself, BTP, as a co-host, Jimmy Heaver on the audio, and you will not guess it, Michael Saul the Ball Weiss back. Not by popular man, by, not by the Electoral College, not by the popular vote, by everybody that listens to this podcast. And we got a little special guest. Some people know him from Mohegan. Some people know him from Longmeadow. You might not know any of those places, but we got Aaron Baru. <laughs> and let's get it rolling, baby. Tom takes the step, quick throw to Amendola, screen left, a flag as he reaches across the goal line for a score. A conference by the officials. It's a tie game in Super Bowl 51. Hot balls for everybody. On the two, toss sweep right for James White, cuts it up to the right arm, cuts it upfield, driving forward, diving to the goal line. A touchdown and a title for the Patriots. I can't believe it. They have completed the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. And a silver trophy is coming back to New England. We are the champions of And there'll be time for losers, me and wife. Da, da, da. We are the champions. I can't believe it. Well, let me just say that I promised you guys something. If the Patriots won, I'm coming to Vegas, I'm coming to Boston, and I'm sticking my dick in both of your mouths. And that's what's going to happen because Tom Brady literally. I I deserve that dick in my mouth. A hundred percent. Weiss, the biggest Patriots hater in the world, what were you thinking when the score was 28-3? to in the game, because what I was thinking was, I got to get the fuck out of here, and I don't want to see any more of this game. Fuck this. I I wanted the game to just end so I could text Jay Weinstein and Mr. Weinstein and everyone else who fucking sent me texts in that Steelers game. But honestly, I was texting Vic. I was feeling pretty good. But once I, like I said before, once it came to twenty-eight to nine, I started getting real nervous, and it slowly, slowly unraveled. I, I, I will say this: at least I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. Like that's a, that's a bet that plus three that you never forget for your entire life. That's got to be the baddest beat. It's the worst beat I've ever had. Especially because I hate the Patriots. It just makes it that much worse. But you got to throw respect to the Pats. I can't hate until next season starts. My run of being a douchebag ends until next September. <laughs> Unbelievable job. I, I, fuck me. Fuck Matt dude, Ryan. Honestly, you're not even letting me shit on you. You're just saying fuck me. Like, no, fuck you, dude. You fucking hated us all year for no fucking reason. Yeah, I know we beat your fucking Steelers, but... When I told you, take the Patriots, you just fucking shunned me off. Oh, let's don't fucking give them it. Dude, we ca- 
at the end of the day, some fucking how we covered the spread. I don't, I don't even know how that happened, but I was just happy to see them tie it. 28 to 3. Let me just give you where I'm coming from here. I'm in Orlando with my family. We're watching the game. My dad and my brother, nice family time. My dad is basically crying right next to me. Who? What the? They didn't show up. They did not show up today. And I'm like, I don't fucking know, Dad. They just raised through a pick six. And my mom, my mom, poor mom, cooks all this food, lobster tails, buffalo wings, uh, a dip shaped in the football. The third quarter, we're disgusted. We can't eat any of it. It's 28 to 3. And I honestly didn't think there was enough time for them to come back. How was there enough time? What the fuck happened? I, I don't know, Vin, but I'm so happy that you didn't eat that. That meant, like I was, I was envisioning how miserable you fucking motherfuckers were. I couldn't have been happier. Could not I have was, been happier. And fuck you, by the way, laughing about the plus three, minus three, because you would have been bitching way worse than me. I didn't say shit. I would have gotten fucking text from you winding up the motherfucking wazoo. All right, you fucking crybaby. I had the right play. You guys got fucking lucky. Fred at plus three, fuck you. I made I the right really play. Every gambler Fred. knows it. You finally lost a bet on a lot of people asking, you know. Like, you gave people Falcons. I know. I, that's all I was thinking about. There's a lot of people asking why Mike Weiss sucks at gambling all of a sudden. Victor, you're awful quiet over there. Do you have the Falcons too, huh? Dude. I didn't. All this father talk, Brady, they're in his press conferences before the Super Bowl, you talking about your dad crying over here. All I am thinking about is why the fuck my father raised me a goddamn Cowboys fan. I have dealt with heartbreak after heartbreak. If we were ever just Patriots fans, followed the Patriots, followed the most winning, the championship city of Boston, I would be in such a better place. Instead, I've an, been an underdog my whole life. I've dealt with heartbreak after heartbreak, all because my father made the decision to raise us Cowboys fans because they were the team of his time. And now I just have to suffer. So it's I, I've accepted it. I mean, I've accepted everybody on social media. I accepted everyone hating me as as a young kid growing up and it's oh. just it's just having to follow your father's footsteps and not and not turn your back on him. I mean you gotta follow your dad no matter what. That's where we get all of our that's where we like our teams. That's why Weiss likes the Steelers and the fucking Lakers. I mean, we gotta follow after our, our parents' footsteps. But at the end of the day, nothing was better than saying seeing my dad run up to the T V and say, Fuck are you Goodell. Fuck are you Goodell that was the best I know that feeling. My grandfather chugged <laughs> a whole bottle of champagne after Italy won it and fainted after it. So, <laughs> Vin, at what point did you realistically think you guys had a shot? Like, when you were down eight, were you still thinking you had no chance? No, when it was 28 to 12, I thought, the game, I thought there wasn't enough possessions for us to do anything still because I was so disappointed that we got a field goal in that last possession after being on the five-yard line. Uh, once I saw, sorry, Hightower cause the fumble and Alan Bridge pick it up, I just go, yup, okay, okay, yup, okay, I can work with that. Not, still not feeling confident, but once I saw that, we have a game. We have a game. But 16 points, you got to make two two-point conversions. 
first off, can we talk about those two-point conversions? Very, like, that was very unique play call. Like, direct snap to, to, to James White, a la Kevin Falk. That was beautiful. Can I just say two-point conversions are easier to make than extra points these days? That's what I don't understand. Like, I, I said it's a two-point two, Oh, really? Game. I would always go for two points no matter what the – what the case well, is. expected, it's not easy in the, in the Super Bowl. Come on. Bullshit. I can call the best two-point conversion calls. And what would it be? Tell me your tell me your two-point conversion play. Exactly what the Patriots ran. A direct snap. <laughs> that's easy. Just fall forward. That's a t- And then a screen. You just got to hold the blocks. I mean, it was simple. I was slow-mo in both plays, but as soon as I saw the play, I knew it was in. You think Kostowski lives to see next year? No, the Patriots honestly will not have a kicker next year. They're smart. Wait, let's talk about one other thing from the Super Bowl while we're on the talk topic. The Edelman catch. I actually thought about that for 45 minutes from my cab in New York to the airport. And I'm just thinking... <laughs> An unbelievable oh, catch. Fuck, did he catch that? Unbelievable catch. It's not believable. It's not, but it's not better than the David Tyree catch. Oh, completely disagree. Way, way, way different circumstances, way different. Tyree already had it on his hands, though. He already had it. Rodney Harrison, H motherfucker, just swatting at that ball and to be able to just – No way. Edelman had to go back on a play that that was he didn't need to be back on. He didn't need to go back on that ball. I think that, that shows a lot more heart like, than anything. Like in high school when you close your eyes and you just hope that that ball goes into your glove and it goes into your glove. That's what happened. He did not close his eyes. Can we talk about something else in that game? Because this is a gambling podcast, and none of us are really sports like analysts. Falcons were a tough beat, but how about the under? That's a really tough loss. Billions shifted hands yeah, love- between that two-point conversion. The under and the over shifted, and the Patriots and the Falcons shifted. All on that two-point yeah, yeah. Wait, is that it, true? It, I- yeah, because at least 59 in overtime with a field goal is a push that most people got it, but it got all the way down to 57 at game time. That's absurd. Yeah, I mean, that game just for gambling purposes was a, like a roller coaster for both sides. And yeah, yeah. can we that the props were absurd. Did you guys have the props were crazy? Game? We're going to gain some listeners. Another- if they listen to the Luke Bryan no hat, that was the biggest lock ever because it came from Luke Bryan himself. Dude, Vin, how about the national anthem bet? If everyone doesn't know, the national anthem bet was two minutes and nine seconds. I got I clocked it at two minutes and six seconds. Weiss, tell everybody your story about the national anthem. Dude, so I thought the national anthem bet wasn't 127 seconds. I thought it was a minute and 27 seconds. So my sister <laughs> and I were, were, were practicing the national anthem and, and clocking it, and we kept getting it at like like one minute and 10 seconds, one minute and 11 seconds. Those are some hyperspeed fucking national anthems. Yeah, we were going pretty fast. She was kind of speeding through it. But she wanted – I don't know. We were just practicing. We were shooting the shit. And – so I texted everyone, like, hey, we've been practicing, running some numbers, like, take the over of a minute and 27 seconds. It's a lot. 
So I'm playing it and I clock it and like I'm like, Holly, we crushed this bet. Like, fuck yeah, we had a decent amount of money on it. Like my whole family was fired up. My dad fired on it. And then Vinny and and fucking Franco text me. They're like Weiss. That went under by like six seconds. I'm like, guys, it, it like what do you? It, a minute and twenty seven seconds. It it blew by that. And then they they broke it to me that it was 127 fucking seconds. And my whole family just shit on me. And my mom started yelling in her Jewish voice, that's why you don't gamble. That's why you don't gamble. You're an idiot. There's nothing worse than that person tell you, why do you gamble? Oh, Listen, I just lost $2,000. You think I want to fucking hear you telling me that I shouldn't be doing this? There's nothing worse than when you make a bet and you're in front of people that don't gamble. And then you lose the bet, and they laugh at you, and then they say, "That's why you don't gamble." How about You're the people that root against? How about the people that root for the other team when they You're don't against have? Against you. That's the worst. No, that's I wish what I'm death, talking about, Victor. Wish death upon those people, and I never wish death upon anyone. No, that's Jason Weinstein. He does this all the time. He roots for the other team, and he starts laughing at me when they score. And then I'm like, "Dude, do you want to fucking die?" Like, why would you root against your friend? It's, it's, it's awful. Those people deserve to drown in hell. Dude, like, oh, oh, okay, you, you, yeah, let's, let's make him learn a lesson by making sure he loses and then telling him to stop gambling. That'll do it. Dude, it's kind of weird. I surround myself with so many gamblers and we all bet on the same stuff that I don't know people who, who do that really. Yeah, it's older people mostly. Like like our parents. Here's the thing. Let's get back to the game for a second, uh, just because it is the Super Bowl. How bad did you think the halftime show was, or did you like it? I thought it was lacking. Personally, I saw Lady Gaga singing God Bless America. I immediately went into the bathroom and hid out there till the end of the ceremony, so I didn't see any of it. Let, Lady Gaga could have been singing Avril Lavigne Complicated, and I would have thought it was the best halftime show ever because the Falcons were up so much. <laughs> Michael Jackson could have rose from the dead, and I wouldn't have watched that thing. <laughs> Dude, Dude, nothing worse. Is there nothing worse than the Super Bowl when your team's losing and there's a halftime show of 45 minutes you got to watch? Oh, my God. It's obnoxious how long the fucking uh, halftime show is. It's not fair to the players. It's so goddamn long. Yeah, you're right. It's like a whole other game they got to prepare for. Oh, my God. I can't believe the Patriots won. I, I know it's supposed to be a gambling podcast, but I'm literally – I honestly want to say I've never been happier getting to spend that time with my family and seeing the comeback unfold like the way it did. I couldn't believe my own eyes, and I still honestly don't think there's enough time for them to come back in that game. And I still I, think I covered the bet. Yeah, you covered, and we lost the game. That, I literally haven't been upset. I still think we covered. I still think my bookie's playing <laughs> me for that bet. I'm like, I, I, I'm in a, I'm delusional. I think we're all delusional right now. Like, think about it. Like, everybody's status was the same. Like, did that just happen? Like. How is I there know, enough time? Oh, like as Patriot fans, like, are you guys addicted to your phone? Literally, everyone just started tweeting and posting on social media. Like, we get it. You don't need to prove your fanship. Be fucking happy. Kiss your mother. Hug your friends. Go run in the streets. Have a beer. Why do you have to be posting on fucking social media the second they win? 
Dude, there's nothing worse than people that are talking about non-related sports events while something like that is going on. My cousin one time was like during the finals of the Italian World Cup run when they were playing in Germany in overtime. Oh, my yeah. God. This person's having a baby. I don't give a shit if the second coming of Christ was happening. Italy is about to go into goddamn shootouts with Germany, and you're telling me you're Jimmy fucking Bo Butler is having a fucking baby with Jill? I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, my God, Michael. Did you see the new picture of Benny Boo? Melissa just posted it. M- Mom, I'll fucking rock you in the face. <laughs> Mom, turn it off. Did you hear that Trump left the game in the third quarter? I don't give a shit! My Super Bowl squares were about to hit in that quarter if they didn't score. I don't care! Anyway, we can move on. But speaking of which, Weiss, you said you made a lot of money Saturday. Uh, kind of take us through your weekend. Uh, I, I know you were extremely hot Saturday morning, giving us a lead pipe. Love! Lockopotamus, Lockodial Dunley, a Lock Osweiler. I mean, I don't know what else we could call it, but two weeks in a row, you know, we're going back to back. We literally, not me, we literally destroyed it. We put Meek Mill into the coffin going back to back. Michael Weiss gives you Georgia Tech. And then, what do you give us? Syracuse Orange Man plus 175 money line to get us started on a Saturday because we needed that because you know what happened on Sunday. The Falcons shit the bed, but at least you had a little bit of dough. That's right. Laka, flaka, flames, baby. For the, our listeners that didn't hear them, we were fucking hot. So if you need picks during the weekend, just text one of us, Vinny, Victor, or I. Get our phone numbers from anyone you need, but we fucking roll. All right. So uh, I'm very happy. Uh, this week we were going to interview Neuralins Noel, but it just so happened that we we found another degenerate that we had to interview before Neuralins. We got Aaron the Jew, Boru, on the line here. One of the biggest degenerates we've ever met. We're glad to have him. Uh, co-owner of the Springfield Sting, it's honestly a blessing to to get to get him on here right now. Biggest degenerate I know in a room full of degens, he stands out the most. <laughs> All right, so without further ado, let's introduce Aaron Brew. Thanks for coming on the program. V- Vinny, you there? Well, hold on, I got a I got three thousand on the roulette spin here. Hold on, let's see what happens. Okay, well, wait. It came out green. We'll get the next one. What's up, Vinny? How you Ooh. doing? Aaron, uh, thank you for joining us today. We uh, we have some questions lined up for you, but we know you're a big Pats fan. What do you think about that Super Bowl? You know, I don't know where to start. I mean, I really did count them out, Vinny. I, I thought they were going to – I thought they were just going to fold, and they never gave up, and just like gambling. You never give up. There's always the next spin. There's always the next hand. And just like the game, there's just the next quarter. Tom Brady, I mean, come on. It's like getting a nice a double down. You get a 10, you get that ace of diamonds, 21, boom. Right. So game you over. think Tom Brady learned this from gambling. That's how he That's how he did it. 
Tom Brady never gambles. I can tell you that right now. He's a winner. When the word gambling is winner and loser, mostly loser, and Tom Brady's not a loser. So no, he's not. What no. a game that was! Oh my That's god. No, you know, it was a great game. Baru, if I got a quote that literally lines up with your life, that oh. this is it. It's it's the Drake line. It's okay. he says, "I've been counted out so many times, I couldn't count it." Funny how now my accountant is having trouble trying to count it. Yep, perfect. I mean, that basically means, yeah, I've been taking a bunch of L's all my life, but you know what? At, in the end, I'm going to be up here, and you guys are going to be way down there, and I'm just going to be laughing. Here's the question everyone really wants to hear because, let's face it, you're the biggest fucking D-Gen we all know. What's your favorite Mohegan Sun experience that you've ever had? Mm -hmm. That's a very, very simple, easy answer, and Jay-Z. Simple as that. I mean, All right, let us know what happened that night. What? Give us the story. Jay-Z, what do you mean, Jay-Z? Back in the day, I was a waiter, and I was waiting tables, and this Jay-Z concert was coming on a Friday night. I wanted to go. I'd never seen that guy before. Everyone was talking about this concert. Turns out I couldn't even get tickets to the concert because, you know, I just had to work. You know, I, I had to pay the bills. I had to pay the gambling bills. Came home. Just did a solo trip to the casino. There's all these people there from the concert. After the concert's over, so I go into the another room where there's no one's around, and I swear to God, 30 yards away, I see Jay-Z just, just chilling, just playing, just playing on the tables. I talked to a guy that had a pass on, okay? I talked to him. I was asking him a couple questions about the concert. He asked me if I went to the concert. I told him no. We were talking for a couple minutes, and he just simply asked me, do you want to get in there? And I thought he was kidding, okay? And I said, are you kidding me? Of course I want to get in there. And he said, all right. The guy let me go into the table and play on the same table as Jay-Z. This is at 2 o'clock in the morning on the Friday night. The guy just performed. Jen, 2 a.m., nothing good happens when you're gambling. You got to meet Jay-Z. I got to meet Jay-Z, and I'm going to tell you this. Here's a great moment. I saw him from far, and it was unbelievable. He pointed at me. With a finger telling me to come over here, it was awesome. I got to shake his hand. I got to say a couple words to him. The guys patted me down before I, before I even talked to the guy. Yeah, these two big guys patted me down, make sure I was, you know, wasn't was was okay. But oh my god, what an experience! But uh, it was a great night. I was in and out of that table in 35 minutes. 35 minutes. Oh, that's all I lasted. I had a double down here, and I had about 25. To Twenty-five hundred dollars on the hand. I had to double down, so it was a it was a big hand. It was probably around twenty you know, four thousand, five thousand dollars on this one hand, and I had a ten, and I got an ace of diamonds. Twenty-one. Oh. That's it, guys. Twenty-one. You know, you, you can't. Well, you, you can you can push, but you can't lose. And Jay Z put his his fist and gave me a little fist pump, and that was wow. Game. I know we joke around all the time, talk about our father-in-law's 401k and our 401k and our dad's IRA. Wait, have you ever dipped into something like that, Baru? Oh, we we we've dipped it all, you know, double dipping, triple dipping, whatever you want to call it. I mean, uh, specifics. When I was younger, I got established to a really good uh, system, putting money away every single month. This is when I was. You know, 14, 15 years before you guys were even thinking about girls, I was just thinking about money and investing. And uh, you know, you know, 
you just gotta invest because you never know when when that that rainy that rainy day comes. You're just gonna you have to go and you know pick something, pick something up. Have you yeah. ever dipped in the rainy day fund? Oh man, it was like a whole tsunami, man. It was not just a little rainy day. <laughs> but it's always tomorrow. Always remember that, kids. It's always it's always a next time, and it will always be a next time. So, and luckily, I'm, a- I'm still young enough to build right back up again. So it's all good. How about that time you took Vinny and I? You just had a big score. I think it was right yeah. after Jay Z, like the 15k score. You took us out to Sorolina for a $2,000 dinner, then drove, took us to the strip club, fucking $1,500 there. Then we went to the casino, and you blew. I blew like two, ten grand. Two stacks. Holy <laughs> shit! Ten grand there. Dollars. I oh give you guys strip club. You know, I bought myself a nice little outfit. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of how quiet that fucking ride home was. Why we is like, why is like dollars? We lost ten grand. Oh yeah, you guys, you guys always bitch about losing seventy five dollars on an ant or whatever. I mean, I blow like almost thousands, and like I don't even, I don't even move. So, Bro, you're a big gambler. You put in huge, huge bets on the black jack table. But where are you? Where are you coming from right now on this podcast? Where are you located? At a place called my parents' house, but yeah. uh, <laughs> what? but I could be at a hotel room with a uh, friend from Springfield that I met at this nice gentleman's club. You never know. Peru, can we ask you how's the Springfield Sting? Okay, aside from the gambling losses, uh, the Springfield Sting is a complete opposite. It's a, it's a great thing going on in our area. We're bringing basketball back into the birthplace of basketball. We got a great squad. We're undefeated at home. You know, it's a great time. A lot. Of, it's a family thing. The tickets are nice and cheap. We got food. We got the basketball hall of fame. It's just a great. It's a great. Uh, it's family fun atmosphere. We got a couple of questions about the dance team. What are your thoughts on the the Sting dance team? Oh, the Sting dance team is the best best thing there. It's almost as good as a team. These girls. They got these amazing uniforms, all matching with the matching shoes. They got the great tops. They got these killer moves. They got this great playlist they do at halftime between the quarters. They're always cheering. They they look good. There's a couple of them I want to get to know a little bit, but hey, it's got to be professional. Have you ever have you ever dipped your pen in Company Ink? Oh, all the time. You know what? We're gonna have to cut that. <laughs> We promote that team. Yeah, we got to cut yeah, that. That's, that's that. our team. Little kids listening to this podcast. I didn't talk about the team. I talked about other times. So Pete Rose was known to bet on his team. Would you ever bet on the Springfield Sting, you think? I'll take the or over. against. Every single time the over-under comes out, just take the over because we, we score so many points every quarter. <laughs> what about your defense? No defense whatsoever, but that's okay. <laughs> Do you feel honored to be like in the family of like a president, like not the president of the United States, but like the president of a basketball team? Like, does that, like, when I, you go home at night, does that make you happy? It's really cool. I mean, it's it's a, it's a big struggle to have my my brother do it all by himself. That's the way he wants to do it, but it's pretty awesome. At the end of the day, he he he, he did all this together. I mean, he did everything all by himself, and we have all, we have this game. And people show up, and we were winning, and. And people are paying to see it, to see them play. It's it's pretty awesome. Yes. People are saying that this was a worse investment than Enron. Would you agree with that? It's not the greatest investment. You're not gonna get your money back in the first year or two. Maybe even uh, ten years. I don't know. But uh, 
So yeah. we're going to set the under over at six and a half months that this team goes under. What would you say? <laughs> months? Six and a half months. You think he's got six and a half months in him? We need this, Vic. It's part of it. It funds our podcast. They're a good sponsor. That's right. Have you ever been down so much money to someone or something that you have thought about the witness protection program? Witness protection program. Oh, I mean, you have those bad thoughts every now and then. You know what? I mean, screw it. Let's just let's just take a bus somewhere and just take a one-way ticket and see where it takes me. But uh. They were taking credit out from a casino. Oh, yeah. They, those casinos got to know me real good. They got to know my mom's maiden name. They got to know my dad's favorite shirt he likes to wear on Saturdays. I mean, they got to know everything about me. What's the best lesson you've ever taken from, from, from all this experience of gambling? What's the biggest lesson you've learned for the youth out there listening to this podcast? Two words. Very simple. Everyone should understand this. Not way more than two words. It's gonna be three words. See, there you go. Not worth it. It's as simple as that. Not worth it. I mean, not worth it. Would you are... rather be a rich man and not gamble, or a poor man and gamble? A rich man and not gamble. Oh, that sounds or... pretty. It's all right. I'll just replace the gambling with girls. That's just as simple as that. That's how it works. But you can't <laughs> get girls. Well, when you're rich, you can. Because you you try to pay for them and you can't get them. I pay, I pay for them. I get the bad. I get the bad end of that deal. Every time I have fun with a girl, they they make, they love me. They say, "Oh, you're so good looking." Well, I know I'm not that good looking. Oh, you. Ooh, is that a six pack? I used to have a six pack, not anymore. But they still say it. So I mean, it's all it's all an act. What's okay, the boys. most money, not won or lost, but the most money you've had either on a game, a hand of blackjack? At, at the poker table, what's the biggest bet you've ever laid? Twelve thousand dollars, and I lost it. I had um, table max six thousand dollars on the hand. I remember I had to split the hand up, so I split the hand up, and uh, it didn't work out for me. So I had twelve thousand. I had twelve thousand dollars right there in front of me, and then boom, just like that. Twelve thousand dollars. Have you ever got? Have you ever got erectile dysfunction from gambling, like couldn't get it up because of gambling? You know, I blame that because I, I am definitely suffering from that right now. I mean, you know, I'm not a young buck anymore, guys. I mean, uh, I'm not sure what it is. So I have my good days and my bad days, but lately it's been all bad. So uh, don't do it. Okay, that's one of the side effects from gambling is uh, this is not going to – it's just not going to – not gonna say hello to you anymore. It's just gonna be a, go back in his bed and say good night. Peru, <laughs> yeah. what room are you in right now? Are you downstairs? Yeah, I'm in my dad's office. Are there still Playboys down there? Yeah, there's. Uh, I was just looking at one. What the fuck is it? <laughs> so your dad still collects Playboys. From 1977, 1979, when he was in college, but not anymore. Okay. Do they all have oh, landing no. strips or hairy bushes? I love the hairy bushes. Even put down the interview. I love them. It's more <laughs> exciting. What can I do? Well, you want to see a ball thing? Every a ball eagle every single time? Come on, give me a little haircut or something. You know. All right. This is the two-minute drill, Baru, where we load you up with questions. You just got to give one-word answers. No fucking backstory. No fucking nothing. You just give us fucking answers. We're gonna go rapid fire one by one. How many times have you paid for sex? 
Oh. <laughs> Wait, are, we, are we doing this? I, I don't think you... Twice, don't do that to him. <laughs> We're not Look. putting that in the show. Block. <laughs> yeah, cut that, cut that. No way we're The two-minute drill with Aaron Baru begins now. No sex for a month or no gambling for a month? <laughs> no gambling for a month, come on. Baru, favorite girl you've ever hooked up with? Initials MCM. I'll just put it that way. God bless her. Watch your parents have sex every day for the rest of your life or join in once to stop it? I'm definitely not the last one, okay? Whatever the first one you said, I'll do. You're going to watch your parents just go at <laughs> Pound Town Industrial every day? Or you just jump in once, just stroke your dad's cannon, and then that's it? <laughs> Uh, hey, bro, bro. Bro. But you suck a dick for a million dollars. Of course, are you kidding me? Simple. Why weren't you? Baru, if you had a superpower, what would it be? <laughs> X-ray vision and that blackjack that blackjack shoe so I can see the next card. That's it. Okay, have vaginas what? for ears or have penises for fingers? Vaginas for years sounds amazing. Bruce, sweating out a hand of blackjack for $10,000 or a, a sporting event like Adam Venateri to kick a game-winning field goal for $10,000. Which would you rather have your money on? Oh, just do the field goal. I mean, the blackjack thing, you know, when you have 10000 down, usually it's nothing good's going to happen. So I'll leave it to the pros on that one, okay? But, uh. Italians or Jews? Oh, I'm not Jewish. I'm definitely Italian, okay? <laughs> Baru, your performance tonight was better than the Mardi Gras performances, and those were pretty stellar. Oh, man. But I don't last long at the Mardi Gras, so I, I last a little bit longer in here, so that was pretty good. <laughs> you still get it done in your parents' house, or do you have to rent out a hotel? I owe the hotel rooms, guys. I mean, come on. You're not going to bring a girl home. But she's 18 years old. She's, she feels like she's just at home because she lives with her parents already. So it's like it's a really good match. But I like that. I so mean, you say, listen, I'll go to my parents' house. You know what it feels like. Exactly. I mean, they feel they feel like they're at home. You know what? Gerald Green. How about that? Gerald Green. That's <laughs> Why is that? No, Gerald Green was a dunk champion. And like, he just started out. This rookie guy comes in a slam dunk contest. Actually, a lot of shooting, making a lot of buckets, got the size and everything, got the great future, and then where did he go? He went in the gutter. He went in the gutter. So and you're now comparing he's... yourself to someone who went into the gutter? <laughs> the point is, he came out of the gutter, Victor. And now he's on a team. He's still making that money. He's got the great haircut always. He's always on the bench clapping for his guys. He's a team player. I'm a team he's... player. You're a bench guy? Oh, I'm definitely not one of the starters, I can tell you that. I'm definitely the bench oh, no. guy. Gerald Green? <laughs> I thought he was going to say Gerald Green because of money or I, he makes a lot of it or something, but he says he's a bench player. <laughs> Baru, are you kidding me? Gerald fucking Green? The guy has... They like the Tom Brady because I'm the GOAT. No, no, I'm not that cocky. 
I'm not that cocky. No, he's not like that. Drew, we bring degenerates from all across the country on the show. From the West Coast, the East Coast, we had Nerlens Linuel on the show. But we always ask, what's the biggest lock you got for us? You got, I mean, you got a team to win the championship for us. What do you have for us? We need a lock. You want a lock? Spurs, baby. The San Antonio Spurs, okay? The Spurs, man. They are the team. Watch out for them. Fuck Golden State. Those guys are a bunch of crybabies. Draymond Green. I mean, the guy Snapchat his dick off, for God's sakes. He's going to do something wrong. I mean, come on. I mean, Kevin Durant, I like him. And Steph Curry, and I don't give a shit. Isaiah Thomas is a better player than Steph Curry. But I, I'm said, putting it in right now. I can get it 10 to 1 odds. 10 to 1 odds. value, Baru. That's good. Like I said before, with Vinny saying Laguerre Blount is going to be the MP fucking P of the Super Bowl, really <laughs> literally light that fucking money on fire. Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan has more left in the tank than you do, Aaron Baru. Hey, is Tim, is Tim Duncan a Hall of Famer first ballot? You bet he is. That's what I'm going to be. Great, dude. I love you, Baru. Have a good one. Hey, guys, thanks a lot, all right? I really appreciate it, and uh, you have a good night, okay? And uh, give me some give me some locks for next week's episode, because I'm going to take it, okay? Yeah. Give me, Stay give tuned to the rest of this episode. We'll give you some locks. There you go. There you go. Okay, guys, have a good night, all right? Bye, bro. Right, uh, this is our question and answer. Vic Vegas, we got questions for you from the listeners, and you got answers for us. All right, let's start off with our question and answer segment with uh, one from Brian Sullivan. You ever sit on the toilet so long that your legs fall asleep and it forces you to do some version of the river dance while washing your hands just to get some feeling in them before trying to walk back to your desk like Forrest Gump taking a new pair of braces for a test drive? I'm a chronic sitter because I scroll through Twitter and I text Victor and I take yes. selfies and all of a sudden I stand up and I instantly fall back down because all the blood rushes to like my brain and my toes. I don't know what the fuck happens, but Brian Sullivan, I feel your pain and it's a serious issue. I might have hemorrhoids. <laughs> okay. What was the wildest thing Vic, that you saw in the back room of Lucky's? Saw one bartender who was male and another bartender who was a female get it on, but we won't talk about the rest or any names. What is it like in Vegas Super Bowl weekend or Super Bowl Sunday? Is there a different feel and vibe to the entire city or area? What like What's it like? Because everyone always wants to go for the Super Bowl, and we, I had a couple people ask me, one being J.J. O'Brien, uh, what it's like. He asked me to ask you that, so that's kind of where my question stems from. For sure. it's It literally is. It feels like a fight weekend. There's like a different feel in the atmosphere. All the tables are packed. Minimums are increased, and everybody's literally talking about the game. I mean, you could have a conversation with someone that you don't even think watches football, and they're like, why hasn't the spread moved to three and a half, three? And, I mean, elevator conversations just always bring in the Super Bowl. Like, who are you betting? Who are you taking? Airports are packed. The line when I came into work, first time ever working on Super Bowl Sunday, I came into work, and it was literally like a two-and-a-half, three-mile line. I've never seen something like that, and that was at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. 
And, and does everyone watch it at the sports book, like, once it's in? Is it, like, the national championship, or do people still, like, is it just completely booked in those areas? Everywhere. I mean, restaurants, sports book, like, we have our events for our high rollers. But everywhere you are, there's literally no seats open. It's the craziest sporting event ever. A special Valentine's Day promotion. The Springfield Sting bring to you the most romantic of nights. Have you ever wanted to take that lucky girl home? Have you ever wanted to seal the deal, if you know what I mean? Well, take her out to a nice Springfield Sting basketball game for the admission price of $10. That's right, $20 for both of you. And watch that game. Watch it fly by two halves. Sexy coach Steve Sobel is there. And you will, no doubt, by the end of it, want to fuck her brains out. Brought to you by Springfield Sting and the Brew Brothers. Man, oh man, it's been a hell of a week. We're tired. I mean, we're all over the place this week. So, uh, you know, I think really it's it's been a wacky show, but I think it's been a funny one. It's a great week. Super Bowl Sunday, Patriots won. But we need to provide you guys with value. This is the part of the show where you guys really listen in and you make your money. We made your money last week. Let's make your money this week. This week, you're only getting college basketball picks. We're going to give you locks out the wazoo. Here we go with our lead pipe locks segment. Uh, Weiss, why don't you start us off? All right, Vin. Here's what I got for you boys and girls and all listeners of all ages. We're not just giving you college basketball because that would be rude. Not everyone uh, just likes college basketball. Um, we're going okay. NBA this time, and it's not on a fucking Saturday. We got the Memphis Grizzlies at home at 8 o'clock on Friday versus the Golden State Warriors. And we are going spread and money line, bigger on the money line, because they are going to roll the Golden State Warriors. They are the only team to have beaten them every year in the past three years. And I, they are 6-4 and four versus them. So we are hammering. Golden State. I mean Memphis. Sorry, cut that. Fuck. Uh, we are hammering Memphis spread in money line. Lock it up. All right, I like it. Um, what I'm going to give to you, uh, not not too many listeners know this, but Michael Weiss uh, went on our texting thread, told all his friends one day. I think it was like a Monday morning. Hey guys. Me and Franco, by the way, Franco, fuck you. Uh, me and Franco found the biggest lock ever. You guys all got to take it. Ohio State versus Maryland. It's the best lock we've ever found. Ohio State just loses by 10 to Maryland. Not even close. No competition. We lose the bet. So I'm doubling down on Weiss's pick, and I'm going to Ohio State against Maryland again. They can't lose twice in a row. It's not possible. Bet Ohio State this weekend. There is no chance in hell they lose to Maryland this Saturday, boys. Take it. Run with it. Make some money. Use that money you made on your Super Bowl. Double down on this lead pipe lock Saturday. Take your girl, not, not out for a nice dinner. Take her to a spa. Take her to the hotel. Take her to the jacuzzi. Spend an extra night because you're taking this money and you're laughing all the way to the bank with this one, baby. 
what would you do if your son was at home listening to a lot of people asking and the only way to make money was to listen to our locks and that's what I'm going to give you because UNC at home not smoking rock now in and out of Chapel Hill and I ain't got time now for you this is just a good time but for me this is what I call a lock yes UNC against Duke don't fire the farm don't fire the chapel Fire everything that you have on the UNC Tar Heels. They are going to smoke Duke out of the building. This is a lock. Something that we should have did to Casey Anthony. Lock her the fuck up because this is the best bet that you could ever have. UNC to roll Duke on Thursday. If you listen to this podcast driving to work on your Thursday morning commute, then holly fucking Luya because you got the lock of the week. The UNC Tar Heels to root. I can't even talk. This is such a big lock. But UNC, I don't even know what the fuck the spread is. I don't even care what the fuck the spread is. But take it. UNC to the bank, baby. Wow. Wow. That was some hot fire. That Dude, that Vic, that turned me the fuck on. <laughs> I think we should take that money on Thursday and then also take Memphis after, like I said, that lock, and then double on Vinny's Ohio, and then – Take Notre Dame after we hit all those locks. Take all that money and put it on Notre Dame spread versus FSU at six o'clock on Saturday. If the spread's going to be about minus four Notre Dame, that's what I'm predicting. Fire the Fighting Irish because they are going to roll FSU. They've lost four straight. They're due for a big win, and that's going to be it to stay in the top 25. So if they hit the fast forward button, let's give them what that what they're going to hear. We have UNC, Memphis Grizzlies, Notre Dame, and don't forget about the Buckeyes, Ohio State. Those are our lead pipe locks for this week. Boom, boom, and Atlanta Falcons plus three, baby. Hammer it. They'll start up 28-3. to three. Well, If you go back to the past and bet on that game again, who would you take? The Atlanta Falcons plus three. I'd probably hammer it for even more. <laughs> This is the greatest week of my life, and I just want to document this on this podcast. I'm the happiest man alive. And there <laughs> we are, another week, another bunch of losers. But we appreciate everybody that is tuned in to a lot of people asking because we know a lot of people aren't answering. Well, let me just tell you that you guys need to start listening, you need to start sharing, you need to start bringing your questions because we're ready to answer anything. And next week we got a banger. I'll be headed to Playa del Carmen, Mexico, where we're doing an exclusive one-on-one -on -one interview with Adam Kroc, the poker star legend who finished in the World Series in the top 25 this year. Get ready for that fantastic interview. Wait, Vin. What? You can't fucking go to Playa. We got Nerlens Noel coming next week, the big guest. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to have to rebook him. We're going to have to rebook Nerlens. Nerlens is talking about the trade deadline that he might be on. <laughs> I'm just, all right, well, that's going to do it. Thank you all for joining. Uh, we'd love to have you back next week. We hope you keep listening, but if you don't listen, honestly, we understand. You just, you just don't want to make money, so... Kenny, woo, woo, woo. Thank you so much for tuning in. And now we got our final thoughts. 
my final thought is Josh Dembowski. We've been we've been talking about him every week on the show. is is making a lot of progress. He's finally woken up out of a coma. He he's squeezing. He can feel. He's he's making eyesight. He he's opening wow. his eyes all as well. He's uh, making slow, steady progress. They're moving him out of the ICU, and he's he's on the road to recovery. And I think all of us here are pretty excited about that. So we're still staying Stambo strong and and hope he continues to get better. What what an awesome recovery. That's amazing. I mean, my brother went through that a couple of years ago. It takes some time, but it's awesome to see his eyes are open. He's looking at the camera. Uh, it's so good to see that he's awake. Part part of the reason I believe the Patriots won and were able to like come back is kind of the, the same kind of fight. And honestly, I'm not making a joke of being a Patriots hater, but he's a huge fan. And I, and if you go on the Facebook and you read everything, it's it was like they, they won it almost for him. And obviously there's a lot worse things going on in the world, but it, it kind of felt like fate between the two of them. So that's my final thought. Uh, my final thought is, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, obviously I'm so happy that the Patriots won. Uh, really, like, the way they won this year was something that I, I feel like was honestly magical. And it's hard. It's 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 amazing reliving it and rewatching every moment. And honestly, in a world where there's so much social media negativity, it's so awesome to see so much love for the Patriots. Uh, might be annoying to people out there, but... Nothing's more annoying than political posts every two seconds about someone doing something wrong. So it's good to see a little bit of love out there. And uh, I'm, I'm just happy to see that everyone's happy in New England for the Patriots winning their fifth Super Bowl. And uh, I can't wait for number six. To everybody that was watching the parade, Snapchatting the parade, checking in from the parade, cash me outside. How about that? That's going to do it for our final thoughts. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining. Remember our sponsors, uh, What You See, Chickpeas, Springfield Sting, and our new sponsor, I'd Rather Be With My Dog. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Boom! Boom! Super Chips! Super Chips! I like that!